I'm not the biggest fan of golf on TV. I used to watch it with my grandmother years and years ago, so it always reminds me of that. I will watch the big tournaments, and I will watch a comeback. So, of course, today I had it on because as comebacks go, this is a pretty big one. Only 14 months after a rollover crash that left him with such severe injuries, there were fears he would lose his leg. Tiger Woods stepped back onto golf's greatest stage today. 25 years after he won his first Masters, he was back in Augusta, Georgia. Now 46, a legacy of professional success and personal trials in his wake. He still transcends the sport in so many ways. Surgically rebuilt leg and all, he stands tall on the golf course. He still lights up the crowd, of course. There were tons of people there. They were going to be there anyway, but they were cheering for him, obviously. Here's the reaction when he nearly... Had a hole in one on the par three sixth. Little cut six out. Tiger. This one needs to cut to get on the proper level. Oh, go in. Made it. What a shot from Tiger. Hey guys, the game's there. <laughs> yeah, on the sixth. Uh, looking good. So after shooting a pretty respectable one under par 71, Woods says he's carefully managed his rehab so he could make it to the Masters. The whole idea was to keep pushing, but keep recovering. And, you know, that's the hard part is, you know, each and every night to recover. Um, and I've been doing that. Uh, my, my team has been incredible, mm -hmm. uh, getting me ready. And I figured once adrenaline kicks in and we get fired up and I get into my, my little world, um, I should be able to handle business. But it is, does beg this question. He's 47. He's got young kids. He's really succeeded in doing everything anyone, any, anything anyone would ever hope to do in golf, more or less. He hasn't, doesn't have the record for, uh, for majors. But still, I mean, he's, he, his legacy is cemented. He's hurt himself. He's limping. Why would he go back? Why would he make a comeback now and risk perhaps not even being at his best this time around? Well, joining me now to discuss that from Toronto is Jason Logan. He's the editor of Score Golf and a contributor to the Toronto Star Sports section. Jason, thank you for your time tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ben. I guess just as a golf fan, pure and simple, what is it like to see Tiger Woods walk back onto the biggest stage in golf? It's, it's awesome. Um, I think golf fans are just over the moon um, about Tiger Woods returning this week. Um, the Masters is always the most anticipated tournament on the schedule. There's such familiarity with Augusta National, whether you've been there or you haven't been there. If you're a golf fan, you, you know all of its holes and you kind of know what to look for. But then to have, you know, Tiger Woods, a five-time champion, come back this week when 14 months ago, you know, when, when his smashed-up car is at the bottom of a ditch and he's left for dead and he very nearly lost his leg, um, it's remarkable that he's doing this. Um, it shows his resolve. It shows his work ethic. It shows his stubbornness. Um, just shows how much he loves this tournament too. He's willing to deal with whatever pain he's having to deal with just to get it, to get back out there and try to win green jacket number six. I was going to say that that was one of those issues. I mean, he was very badly hurt. I mean, he's had injuries in the past. He really hasn't played that much in the last 15 years. Uh, he's had injuries in the past, but this was something very different. What happened to him in that, in that rollover? Um, how did he look today considering? Well, there's obvious signs that he's not fully healthy. Um, he's certainly playing on a compromised leg. Um, you can tell, He's not really going at the ball as aggressively as he might have before. Um, it's funny. I was actually speaking to Adam Hadwin for a different story this morning, and we were talking about it. And, 
you know, Adam said the same. You, you can tell he's just not able to ro- to load onto his right leg. Um, but he's also playing a very conservative style at Augusta. You know, he knows this course so well. Uh, I think he feels confident that he can still score here without dominating it with power as he did 25 years ago when he walloped the field by 12 shots. You know, there was one time, I think, on the 14th hole where he snapped took his drive and you could hear him say, come on, leg, like he was he was frustrated um, by his lack of drive off that backside. So it's definitely uh, an issue. Um, But, you know, he's the most mentally strong golfer or athlete I think we've ever seen. So it's definitely a case of mind over matter for him out there as he as he tries to walk 18 holes for four consecutive days. Jason, it's hard to imagine it's been 25 years since that first Masters win. I mean, he's now ranked 973rd in the world. He hasn't played much, obviously. Um, but he still captures the imagination, not only of the golf world, but he still captures the sports world's imagination. Why do you think he's been able to stay such a central figure in sport period over all this time? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we've, I certainly in my lifetime, I, we haven't seen an athlete that moves the needle like him. And as, and as you alluded to, you know, he transcends golf. He transcends sports. Um, it's part of the reason why you and I are having this conversation. Um, I think it's just a matter of he's always been chasing history. From the time he turned professional, coming off three straight U.S. amateur wins, which followed three, straight, three straight U.S. junior amateur wins, something that had never been done in the history of golf. Um, you know, he was LeBron James before LeBron James. There was so much hype about him, particularly because he was of African-American heritage and he was, you know, not necessarily breaking ground, but we knew from a from start that he was going to do special things in golf. And we kind of hoped that he would inspire more and grow the game. Not sure that's completely happened, but maybe he's had some small role in it. And so we've just been watching him chase history for the last 25 years. We've been watching him chase Jack Nicklaus's majors record. We've been watching him chase Sam Snead's PJ Tour wins record, which he tied a couple of years ago. And then added to that, you know, the flair with which he plays, the dominance, the power, you know, the, the grittiness, the guts, the um, athleticism, just everything about him. It's, it's hard to turn away. Uh, when he's out there, especially if he's playing well. And I know he has his detractors because of some of the things he's done, some of the things he's brought upon himself. But when he's out there on the golf course, it's very difficult not to be lured by what he's doing. Watching him today, it struck me that he was taking a bit of a chance here, coming back this way, um, stepping out onto the biggest stage, putting it all on the line again. And it's it's remarkable that he would... You know, sometimes it's easy to take a legacy and walk away with it. And in his case, he doesn't seem to be satisfied with resting on the past. No, not at all. Um, I think that speaks to his competitiveness. But also, it seems to me that, you know, outside of being a dad and contending in golf tournaments, nothing makes Tiger Woods happier than rehabilitating something, right? Whether that's a golf swing that he's changed three, four, five times over the course of his career with several different coaches, whether that's body parts, which he's had to do with his knee and his back and now his leg and his ankle and neck and all kinds of things, you know, or his image. 
Um, it just always seems like Tiger Woods needs to be working on something. And in some sort of weird way, um, I just think he's, he's relished yet another opportunity to fight back from something and prove a lot of people wrong. It's what he's done in his whole career. When we come back, uh, you wrote a very interesting article recently called Tiger Woods is playing the Masters. You thought he wouldn't. Um, and it really looks into how he's as much as he's well known. Tiger Woods has always been a bit of an enigma. He likes to play his cards close to his to his vest, so to speak. And we'll get to that after this. I'm back with Jason Logan. He's the editor of Score Golf and contributor to the Toronto Stars sports section. We're talking about Tiger Woods playing the Masters, a, a truly remarkable comeback. Uh, just a few years after he was involved in a very serious car accident, nearly lost part of his leg, and he's back out there playing again today and playing quite decently. Um, Jason, you, you did write that really interesting article about how he was sort of teasing. He's not one just to say, yeah, I'm playing the Masters. I'll see you there in a few months. He 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 can be quite enigmatic. Where, what do you think that's down to? Because it seems quite different from most other athletes and most other golfers. No, I think it probably comes down to the fact that he's been in the public eye for so long. Um, this is a guy who, what, at two years old, he was on TV, <laughs> you know, putting, trying to make a putt. And, um, you know, he's, you know, he's part of his training growing up from his, his father, who was a green beret was as much mental as it was physical. And he's just a guy who's always, always, always wanted to control the narrative. Um, you know, he, um, he's always dodged questions that he didn't really find to his liking, or he'll just spit out some cliche. Um, a little bit here later in his career, um, he's been a little bit more forthcoming. But when I saw him being interviewed, um, either at the, the father-son championship that he played or at the tournament in the Bahamas that he puts on or, or at the tournament in Los Angeles that he hosts, and he was asked about his comeback and he was asked specifically by Jim Nance about playing in the Masters, and I just didn't by what he was selling. He just seemed to want to downplay it. And just knowing who Tiger Woods is and, and what's in his DNA, he just knew he was going to battle back and make this heroic comeback. Um, you know, and I think in his mind, he probably had this date circled on his calendar um, as soon as he started his recovery. And this is where he's always felt more comfortable, most comfortable playing golf. Um, because of the golf course, but also just because of the makeup of this tournament. It's a smaller field event. Um, it's very controlled as far as the fans and the media go. So he can kind of get out there and do his thing. And yeah, it's just, that's been Tiger Woods in a nutshell. You know, he's this fascinating athlete, but also quite vexing in that he's never really let anybody in. And oftentimes he's kind of been the ultimate con man. And, um, to the article to which you alluded, I just didn't buy it when he said that he didn't know when he was going to come back. One thing you do notice though, is that he just, he does suck up a lot of oxygen when he's there. The rest of the mm -hmm. field seems to disappear a little bit. And that's true of many sports, right? There's many sports where a dominant athlete really takes up a lot of room to the detriment of some of the others, but particularly in an individual sport like golf, um, what impact does that have on the sport generally? Is it, is it detrimental or is it still a good thing? I think if you asked every single player who's teeing it up in the Masters this week, they'll say it's been a great thing. And the reason for that is they've made a lot of money because of Tiger Woods. 
Um, you know, Tiger Woods has helped increase purses at PJ Tour events and major championships to astronomical amounts. And these guys have said time and time again that they're thankful for everything that he's done. Um, you know, it's interesting that this generation of players, many of them grew up idolizing Tiger Woods. They grew up watching every single tournament that he played. Now they're out there with him. Um, for a long time, they didn't get to experience um, the real Tiger Woods. And then they did in 2018 and 19 when he won the Tour Championship. And then the Masters, remarkably, in 2019. Um, but I still think that this generation of players, they're, they're able to get out there and do their own thing. They're used to all the media attention that he's brought to the sport. They, they live in a social media world. Eyes are upon them at every single stop. Um, Tiger Woods has certainly drawn a lot of attention this week, but I think they're, they're fine with that. And, you know, I think they realize that as good as he's been throughout his career, I mean, it would be, he's a real, real long shot to actually win this thing. And so his competitors are just going out and they're doing their thing. Um, they do see him on the first stage of leaderboard on Sunday, might make a few of them nervous, um, but they're able to go out there and just play their own game, sort of unlike the generation Tiger grew up playing against, who were always, always intimidated and oftentimes kind of wilted in his presence. It's hard to imagine he's only 46. I know that's relatively old if he wins a, wins a, wins a major because uh, he would have been one of the older golfers to do so. But it's hard to imagine that he's just 46. It, it feels like there's still quite a bit of road ahead for Tiger Woods. I think we will see him sparingly. Um, he can pick and choose when he wants to play, where he wants to play. He stated that. Um, when he was asked about his comeback, like, what does the future look like for you? And, you know, a future for Tiger Woods is maybe it's playing six or seven events a year, um, handpicking the major championships and a few other tournaments that he likes to play, either because he likes the golf course or to pay homage to somebody like Jack Nicholas or, or Arnold, or Arnold Palmer, um, but yeah, he's, he's never going to be back playing 20 events a year. He's, he's going to spend most of his time with his kids being a dad. Um, his son, Charlie is obviously quite an uh, accomplished young golfer. He loves to take his daughter to soccer practice. He talks about that all the time. So we'll see him here and there, but we're never going to see him like we used to. And that's fine. I mean, 15 majors and 82 PJ tour victories so far. It's a pretty darn good record. I'm sure he'd love to add to it, but I don't think he's going to do anything that might sacrifice his body further or do anything that will sacrifice time away from his children. Jason, you're a sports fan all around. How, how fortunate have we been considering the bumps along the road, no pun intended for, for, for Tiger Woods, how privileged just as a sports fan has it been to be able to watch him play over the last quarter century? Yeah, I mean, I think back to some of the things that he's done. Um, you know, the the chip-in at 16 at the Masters in 2005. And, you know, you remember that, that Nike logo just pausing there in time and then just the ball falling into the hole. And some of the ways he's dominated tournaments, I think back to winning an Open Championship, hitting just one driver the entire week because he knew the importance 
of keeping the ball out of the pot bunkers on the Lynx courses in Scotland. I mean, that's something that had never been done before. He had one driver on the first day and hit irons off the tee. The rest of the tournament was completely satisfied to have more yardage into holes than his playing competitors and still won the tournament. Um, I don't know that we've seen somebody, in, and I say this as a, a 44-year-old man myself who didn't get to watch a lot of Jack Nicholas, but his combination of physical ability, but also golf IQ and just his mental fortitude, uh, it's been amazing to watch. And, and I'd love to see him, seeing him win majors just by, you know, completely dominating a golf course physically, but then also win majors by just being so smart and just picking the golf course apart and just willing to do things that his competitors weren't. Jason Logan, thank you so much for your time. I look forward to your writing over the rest of this weekend. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me.